Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here it is, Flyers Daily, Saturday the 4th of February. Tick, tick, tick. This week is grinding by at a slow pace, which is good in some ways, but uh, we'll be happy to get the team back on the ice come Monday when the Flyers take on the New York Islanders. A four-game homestand will get things back underway for the Flyers, so get right back into four straight home games and then four straight road games. I think these... This homestand and road trip are both pretty interesting because we'll see some teams that we don't see very often. And when you get that, you get to see players against the Flyers that you don't see very often as well. And some pretty high box office type players. The Islanders, Bo Horvat now there. That'll kick off the homestand on Monday the 6th. Then Thursday, how about Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid coming to town? Mm, that's a good one. Uh, Edmonton in town for the game on Thursday night. Then Flyers will take on Roman Yossi and the Nashville Predators. Then Dave Hackstall returns for the Seattle Kraken. And then on the 12th, it is Dave Hackstall and the Seattle Kraken who come to town. And then the Flyers will go to Seattle to take on the Kraken. Then we'll see Vancouver without Bo Horvat, uh, but with Anthony Bovillier. Then Calgary. And then we'll see the Edmonton Oilers on the road. So some interesting matchups coming up uh, over the next eight games, four at home, four on the road, and the Flyers will be back coming up on Monday. Now, we've been talking a lot this week about some kind of off the grind of game preview, game analysis, game breakdown. So we've been getting into some subjects. And before the season, I went through the dirty dozen biggest question marks of the season. We've been kind of tackling these a little bit this week. But I wanted to pivot and take it to the next 31 games because the next 31 games are what remains in this regular season. The Flyers have played 51 games. They're at Hockey 500, 21-21-9, 51 points. They are minus 20 in goal differential. They're 5-3-2 in their last 10. They won their last one. At home, they're 10-12-2. And and on the road, 11-9-7 this season. They have 142 goals for, 162 goals allowed. So I came up with six final 31, meaning the final 31 games, question marks that remain. And I'm going to give these to you in inverted order of what I deemed importance. So we could debate the order, but where it starts is the, the sixth ranked question of the final 31 games that we still need to find out is obviously what's going to happen at the trade deadline. The trade deadline is coming up on March 3rd. We are now inside a month to the deadline, with it being the 4th of February, and the Flyers do have some expiring contracts, whether it's players like James Van Riemsdyk, Justin Braun. They have some players with a year beyond this year, which is also tends to be a movable deal at the deadline as well. You look at a guy like Tony D'Angelo, who's got 30 points in 46 games this season, but what's going to happen at the deadline? What's the return? I don't expect that the deadline to be anything earth-shattering. I think they're absolutely in sell mode. I don't see a buy mode unless, you know, a hockey deal presents itself. But as I've said several times, I think those are more reserved for around the draft in the summertime when it, when all teams in the NHL are kind of resetting their rosters, resetting their, their lineups. So I don't expect anything earth-shattering here, but that's why I ranked it number six. What happens at the deadline? So... And what's the effect of that happening? You know, James Van Riemsdyk's played on a line with Owen Tippett and Morgan Frost, and they've found some chemistry. So what's 
What's the fallout if James Van Riemsdyk is moved here in the final year of his deal on those two players who remain? Which brings us to the fifth ranked storyline of the final 31 question marks. And I have it, I've titled this category or this bullet point, if you will, four to finish question mark. You know, four players to finish strong, four players to limp, four players to take another step forward, four players that could take a step backwards. What are they going to do? The four players that I focus on and four to finish question mark is Tippett, Frost, York, and Farabee. And if you look at Owen Tippett, the year he's having, he's making a lot of Flyer fans feel a lot better about that Claude Giroux deal. 14 goals, 14 assists in 46 games, 28 points. We see the skating ability. We see the ability he has to distribute the puck, which we didn't really know about. And we obviously see the ability to shoot the puck. I think we see a player that, if you know, as a power forward, can really be effective in the NHL long term and looks to me like a guy... That's part of the solution here moving forward. But how does he finish? Like I said, he's got the 28 points, 14 and 14 through 46 games. How does he finish the final 31? Brings us to Morgan Frost. Now, Frosty's had some ups and downs this season, but when he's been hot, he's been really hot. I mean, he's got the two four-point games against the Arizona Coyotes. He's had, you know, multiple wow moments this season. He's also had some moments where you kind of shake your head a little bit and scratch your head and go, what's he thinking there? When you look at the the play he made in the one Washington game where he does a drop pass in the D zone right next to his goal below the goal line, and it ends up right on the tape of Alexander Ovechkin. Like, that's one of those plays you go, okay, that can't happen. But he's got to learn from it. Now, offensively this season, in 50 games, he's got 25 points, 10 goals, 15 assists, minus four on the year, He's playing over 15 minutes a night, playing center, and like I said, he has flashed at times. He's left you scratching your head at times, but what is he going to do down the final 31? He's one of those really big and very important question marks, finding out what he's going to be at the NHL. You're not going to fully find out what he is as an NHL player this year, but you're going to get an indication of a trajectory that he's on. Uh, Let's go to Joel Farabee. Uh, 51 games played so far this season. Uh, Farabee's played in all of them, despite the fact that he had the offseason surgery and wasn't supposed to start the year on time. And Joel, I mean, he lo- he's looked like a player that was coming off a of surgery at times, especially in the beginning of the year. And he's been a little erratic. Maybe, you know, not having that full trust in your body because you had a surgery, especially a neck surgery, uh, and in a new system for a new coach, it doesn't look like Joel's really ever gotten his feet completely under him. Like he's been playing catch up all season long. Got decent numbers, 51 games, nine goals, 16 assists, 25 points. But we have seen what Joel Farabee is, but what is he going to be over the final 31 games? There's a question mark there as well. I think all said and done, he's going to be a player that Torts really likes because he plays the game with, you know, pretty good hockey IQ. He plays the game uh, honestly and with structure, can kill penalties, can provide you some scoring, can provide you some playmaking. So I think ultimately he'll be a player that Torts really likes, but I don't think Torts has gotten to see the full package of Joel Farabee just yet. Uh, The other player is Cam York. Now, Cam York obviously started the season with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. I think Cam thought he was going to make this team out of camp. He didn't. He didn't do what the coaches were asking him to do from, you know, 
taking the risk and pushing the play offensively. That's a big part of his game. And he went down and, to his credit, worked and came back up. And now he looks like an NHL player that's here to stay. 24 games, just the one goal, 10 assists, 11 points. Uh, He's got a power play assist. He's seen some power play time. He's been moved all over the roster when it comes to pairings defensively. He's played left. He's played right. He's played right on the top pair. He's played right on the bottom pair. He's played left on the bottom pair. He's played left in the middle pair. I mean, he's been, you know, that's hard for a defenseman, that lack of consistency and partner. But 31 games left for for Cam York. What will Cam York accomplish over the final 31 games? Will there be any questions about Cam York after this season coming into next season to have to prove himself to make the roster? I don't think there will be, but there's still 31 games and a lot of meat left on this bone for that to be fully determined. And again, where does Cam York fit? Is he a second pairing guy? Is he a right side guy? Can he play a top pair situation? If he's on a top pair, can he play the right side? That's a big ask. That's one of the things that we've got to find out. All right, the number four in the six final 31 question marks uh, is Carter Hart. And can he sustain what he has done this season so far? I think this has been just such an enormous enormous jump in pedigree as an NHL goalie season for Carter Hart. I I think he's just been excellent. And yeah, there's been some hiccups. And look, any goalie that plays as much as he's played so far this year is going to have him. And he's going to have some games where, hey, they didn't look great. But I mean, when you play that position and you don't have a great night, there's no hiding. He's played in 37 games. He's got a record of 15-4-8, a 2-8-8 goals against average, and a 9-11 save percentage. That's pretty darn good. I mean, some really dominant performances this year. I mean, he opened up the season with a 9-46 save percentage in a 5-2 win over the New Jersey Devils. We know about the save percentage in his first uh, five games of the year. 9-46, then he went down below 800, and then he had a 972 and a 971 save percentage. And then had a little bit of dip where he was in the 800s for a little while, low 900s, and then all of a sudden a, a 920, a 941, a 980, a 909, a couple in the 800s, 913. And then obviously of late, you know, he had the 968 against the Detroit Red Wings, and then he had the 1,000 against Winnipeg in the last game where the Flyers got that 4 nothing win. To me, this is a question mark because he's a goalie that has missed a period of time in every season he's been in. He did have the run-in earlier this year. Didn't really play much in camp. Didn't play at all in camp, in games, in preseason. But he comes into this season, he has been everything you have wanted him to be. And I know people say, well, you could trade him. You got Sam Harrison. Harrison's been good. But, and the Flyers, I imagine are not looking to trade Carter Hart. You're not looking to create a problem where there isn't one, especially at that position. But can he sustain this play all the way through? We'll find out over the final 31. I feel really confident that he can. He's been so good this year. Number three on the six final 31 question marks, leadership group. The new leadership group. Drew's no longer here. It's been almost a year since he's been gone. We know there's no captain named. 
The only player that's wearing a letter is Scott Lawton, who, by the way, it hasn't been much of a burden for him. <laughs> the letter's not weighing down his game in any way, shape, or form. How about Lawton? 47 games, 12 goals, 17 assists, 29 points, 5 goals on the power play. He's got 3 power play assists. How about 3 shorthanded goals and 4 shorthanded assists? That letter on his jersey is no weight at all on his game. And he's a great leader. He could very well be the next captain. But there's still another 31 games to go and more opportunity for this young group to, to grab the leadership. Now, we know Lawton is a leader. I think we're all seeing Travis Konechny step into some of this void and really be a leader on and off the ice. The way he plays, the way he carries himself, the maturity to not only his game but his life these days. But who else is going to be a part of that? Who else is going to be a part of the leadership group? Now, there's two key guys that will be leaders provided they return or when they return and whatever in Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson. We haven't seen either player this year. That They'll be part of that leadership group, but what does that leadership group look like the remainder of this season? Which brings us to our next question. Number two, will we see Sean Couturier before the end of this season? Now, the timeline was given for him to get back possibly three to four months, and that was about three months and one week ago. Where will we, where will we next see Sean Couturier? Will it be in training camp next year? Will it be this season? This is a huge question mark because I think it's really important for the team to go into the offseason with some sense of Couturier being able to play, not being able to play, what type of player he will be. Now, we're not expecting him to come back this season and be 76-point pace Sean Couturier Selkie winner. He hasn't played since December of 2021. But we need to kind of see that, yeah, he can get back in there and he doesn't have a setback. So you can kind of know if you can depend on his availability come next season because it affects what you do in the offseason. So will we see Couturier this year? I think we will. But what will he be? I don't know. I don't know the answer. But I wrote on my little reporter's notebook here with number two, will we see Coots? And I just wrote HUGE in all caps with three bolded question marks. That's a big, big question mark. And the last one, the number one of the six final 31 question marks for this season is really simple. It's, it, will the resilience and the solidified standard make it to 82? They've gone through 51 games. This team has been honest. This team has played hard. This team has played resilient. This team has played more complete 60-minute games this year than they played in the last three years prior combined. Well, maybe two years. But will that make it all the way to the goal line? Proving that it's not just kind of something that's fleeting, a high standard of play, a high standard of professionalism, a resilient team that works hard on and off the ice and prepares itself for all games. Is it a team that that's not just something you point at and give them bonus points for, but it's a guarantee? They've made it through to 51. That's one, one of the big jobs that Torts had to bring to the table, that had to accomplish this season. Now, through 51, I think he's accomplished it. Can he accomplish it through all 82? 
Can he accomplish it when they're eliminated from the playoffs? Can he accomplish it after the trade deadline and maybe they lose a couple of players? Those are some key areas that will provide a little bit of adversity and we'll see how they get through them. So there you go. The six final 31 game question marks that I came up with. If you've got some or you got some comments on them, you can always DM me at Jason Murd on Twitter. You can also always email me, jason.mertitas at gmail.com. Everybody, enjoy your Saturday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a Sunday edition of Flyers Daily. Good times for a change. See the life I've had can make a good man turn bad. So please, please, please let me get what I want, Lord knows it will be the first time. Haven't